Hello everyone, welcome to VR Verdict Podcast, episode 71. I am PJ. I'm Wookie. We'd like to share VR with you. This episode, we're joined by G119 Productions. Uh, Garrett, working on the game Sale. Uh, I think you're you're only on uh, SideQuest right now, is that right? Uh, we just got approved for App Lab this week. So awesome. we, we are nice. now on App Lab. All right. So cool. we'll get your backstory, but uh, why don't you tell us a little about your game and, and uh, what you're working on? Yeah, absolutely. So Sail is an open world VR pirate adventure game. Um, it takes a lot of inspiration from games like Sea of Thieves, Assassin's Creed, Black Flag, and it's aiming to be, you know, an open form multiplayer you know, pirate game where you and your crew can go find treasure, you know, explore the sea, sink ships, fight skeletons, that, all that stuff. So, yeah, that's that's a really brief overview of what it is. <laughs> and I've I've played the the alpha a couple times, and it I, it feels great. It I, you kind of get a sense of where you're trying to get to, and I I really like it, and I can't wait till me and this guy are sailing around, and we play Sea of Thieves <laughs> a lot. Um, or have, but you know how content thing, there's not a lot going on, so. <laughs> yeah. But it'd be really great to do that in VR and just, like, man the cannons and do all that fun stuff. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be sweet once we get it all put together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a cannonball right to the face. <clears throat> right to the face <laughs> and record it. It's going to be like... What was your main inspiration to, to, to start working on a game of that magnitude? Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I love VR. Like, I I jumped into it, oh, what, like three years ago, right after, like, the Rift had just launched, the very first one. And, you know, I just, I mean, I immediately saw the potential. Like, the first game I played, um, one of the first was the Berlin Blitz 1945. I don't know if you guys have played that. Yep. It's it's like an immersive experience where you jump into a you know a B twenty two bomber and they used actual audio from World War Two and yeah. simulated what it would be like to fly over Berlin and bomb it and I was just blown away and I was like like what what else is there you know and I started looking through <laughs> the games and realized how much of a content drought there was and I was yeah. like you know what like I I I can build stuff <laughs> let's go <laughs> for it. And so, yeah, I just kind of, I started throwing out ideas and I was sales been the one that's had the most traction. So here I am. Nice. Nice. Are you, are you a team or is it just you? Like what's your setup? Yeah. So for the past uh, 10 months, I've been solo. Um, but recently I was able to acquire a little bit of funding. And so now I'm putting together my team and we're trying to, you know, build a full blown VR studio. So yeah. Awesome. Great. Awesome. Fantastic. Oh, I thought you said something. So, <laughs> um, I don't know, like, I, I say this a lot on the podcast, like, you guys, developers, especially one-man teams, just like, hey, I'm going to do this, and just how you make that decision and kind of go for it is always just blows my mind. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how you do it, <laughs> but I'm glad you you do it. There's so many great things happening in VR right now. Um, That's true. So well, how long have you been working on sale? Uh, so I, all right, this is a long story. So it's all right. <laughs> um, me and my brother, <laughs> when we were like young, the thing that we were like, that we bonded over that we were close with was video games, right? Yep. And we were Sounds the types familiar. to talk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like we were the types to talk about, you know, like, OK, like, how would we do this? How would how would we make a game or like we would take the games that we loved and think about, like, how could we make this better? Right. And so we've always talked about this. And then last year during the pandemic, we were talking, we were kind of throwing out ideas and whatnot because I had, you know, in college, I had learned how to do virtual reality development because I was working for a professor who before his time at my college was working for the department of defense. 
building like augmented reality heads up displays and virtual reality yes. simulations. So I was working with him and I was learning how to use Unity um, specifically for virtual reality and stuff. And me and my brother were throwing around some game ideas and he was like, dude, what if you could be a pirate? I was like, <laughs> I like where this is going. Keep going. And we just started throwing around this idea about this game where you're a virtual reality pirate, you know? And what that would look like and what the storyline would be and, you know, what would be the fun things? What would be the things to avoid? And, like, what would be those epic moments that would just, you know, like, give you chills, you know, in VR? And so we talked about it. And then I was thinking about it in the middle of the pandemic as I was working from home and just sitting there in a Zoom class. And I was like, why don't I just try it? Like, why, why not? <laughs> so, like, last year, it's almost a year today, actually. July 13th was when I pushed the first build. And the first build, all it was was just a ship that you could walk around on and it was sailing infinitely backwards because I did the <laughs> thing wrong. And so That's it just awesome. sailed infinitely backwards. <laughs> and, and all you could do was you could climb up and down like the rigging a little bit. It was super buggy, but I put that out on side quest with the name sail. And I was like, Hey guys, I have this idea for this open world VR pirate game. It will have this, this, and this download the game. If you think it'll be a fun thing. And like within the week, I had almost like like five hundred to a thousand downloads. Wow. Like people were so stoked about the idea, and so I was just like, "Whoa!" And so I started in all my free time, which at the time I was working three jobs. Um, I had recently had a baby girl. Um, me and my wife had just had a baby girl, and you know I was doing full time college. And so in an hour and a half at night, when I had spare time, I would work on sale. And so now a year later, you know things are. Things are really picking up. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, the, the side quest just seems Fantastic. like a really great, obviously, it's a great thing for VR, but with for like indie devs and one-man team, that was like getting just having somewhere to get it out there and have eyes on it. It's been a really amazing thing. You said you had 500 downloads really quickly. I mean, that's insane. Cool. Yeah, I mean, and like the VR community is so starved for content. Like, SideQuest is this perfect place for people to just kind of throw ideas out there and people will, you know, download it and give you feedback and stuff. So it's a great place to start a community too. I remember in VR, I remember it was just like a demo or something. I don't remember what it was, but it was, you loaded it up and you were on like a, a pirate ship. And that right there was like, holy crap, we need a pirate game. Like this is just, just <laughs> it wasn't, there was nothing to do. It didn't move. It was just, you're walking around on it. That was enough to be like, holy crap. <laughs> so, <laughs> But it went forwards, right? No, it didn't move at all. It was just, just a ship. <laughs> you could just walk around on it. So, yeah. Um, it's something out. everyone wants. When you say you're working three jobs and doing school and just had a baby, <laughs> how did that work? Like, Yeah, so I was working. What's a day in the life of Garrett? <laughs> So I would wake up in the morning at like uh, 6.37, get my daughter out of bed, help her get like fed and whatnot with the bottle. And then at 8 a.m. I had class until about noon. And then from noon till, uh, what was it, like 3 or 4 in the afternoon, like 3 or 4, 4 or 5, I would work as a system administrator. And then from like 4 or 5 till about 7, I would work as a Unity developer um, building a little mobile app for one of the professors. And then from like seven to nine, I would go to a hospital to clean offices and I would clean up after like doctors, like their patients they saw that day and whatnot. And then I would get home like, you know, like nine thirty, ten 10 at night. And I would usually have like, you know, an hour before like 11 o'clock I'd go to bed and reset and redo. <laughs> That's crazy. The 14 hour days before you got to work on the game <laughs> like every yeah. day holy crap yeah. you're making me feel real bad because because like the pandemic goes by and all i've gained is like 10 pounds <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> so that's not bad that's, that's not a bad. lot of work that's <laughs> well that's all, that's all right i mean makes for a good story right yeah so like do you get to sleep now, though? Yeah. Are you going to be okay <laughs> I now actually work less now than I was working back then. <laughs> so. Nice. That's good. <laughs> so with the the game is still an alpha phase. Oh, Sorry. 
Um, just curious, like, what's your not exactly your roadmap? But what's your plan? Like, do you plan on doing like a pre-release or like a beta or like what are you looking at doing with that? Yeah, so um, like with my community, I'm super open about like what we're working on and stuff. And so, like, anyone who wants to can join the Discord and become a beta tester. And I typically send them, like, builds of, like, updates before I push them out to the store and whatnot. Um, so our plan right now, um, we have... what What's available right now in the game is basically, like, a, like, it's basically a bunch of features that will be in the game, you know? Like, there's a randomly generated treasure hunt. There's a ship you can sail around on. There's a cannon you can fire. You know, there's a map that shows you where you are. The, it's just kind of like a jumble of features. And right now what we're working on is to like arrange it into like a really good game loop. You know, something that's a compelling for players to do over and over again. Compelling for people to, you know, well, and just like intuitive to do and stuff like that. And so like our plan is to like keep building it and keep letting, you know, the community test it, give us feedback, make changes based on their feedback. And then hopefully, you know, if Oculus ever tells us how we can get onto the official store, you know, we'll <laughs> yeah. release and hopefully we'll just have this big community that's helped us all along the way build the game that it is. So nice. Nice. <laughs> I uh, just want a quick shout out to Madman Silver in the audience and Zed over here, who's maybe taking a nap. You guys hang <laughs> around, we'll get you it's a couple rotating. free free game codes later on. But um, so if we guys want to do the, we're trying a new show and tell part. So you've brought some assets from the game. If we take a walk over there, you want to just kind of go over them with us? Yeah, absolutely. I hope I hope Zed's okay. <laughs> Should I be following with the camera? <laughs> no, I got it. Uh, well, I don't know, maybe for audio. <laughs> One second. Bring the creepy cameraman. This is only our second episode in VR, so we're we're working out some... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's more horrifying than some horror games I've played in VR. Like, I just want to kick him in the head. <laughs> nice. How's it going? <laughs> Sorry, I tried to get on. I think I just had butted my mouse with the headset. All right, that should be fine. <laughs> All right, sick. Okay, so this is one of the ship models we have currently for the game. Um, unfortunately, you can't play on this right now. Uh, but like, this is like, this is kind of a representation of like what the game will be like in the end, you know, we hope to have these big, huge ships, you know, where you and, you know, four other buddies or five other buddies can, you know, climb up the mast to the crow's nest and you can put up the sails, <laughs> put down the sails, fire the cannons, load everything up. And, you know, it's just going to be like such a great experience eventually, you know? And so this is one of the models we have, like it kind of shows the style we're going for. We're definitely going for like a more low poly style. That's like not so cartoony that it seems like it's only for kids, but you know, like a stylized, like low poly thing that will make people feel like a pirate. And then obviously we want to make it so that you can, you know, live out your pirate's life, whatever that may be. <laughs> so yeah, this is, this is one of the ship models. Um, if this were in game, the way it would probably work is you'd have like someone steering the ship up here. You'd have someone that could like put the cannons over here and be loading and firing those. And then back here or up here somewhere, there'd be an anchor. And the way the anchor works right now, which I'm really proud of because it's so satisfying, is <laughs> when you want to... What's that? I just laughed, sorry. <laughs> oh, no worries. Uh, so the way the the anchor works right now is if you want to start going, you just like reel it in, you know, and then once you reel it all the way up, it's like your boat starts going and you have this anchor just sitting there. And so when you're ready to like stop, you just take the anchor and chuck it in the water. Awesome. And once it hits the <laughs> once it hits the ground, your ship just like comes to a halt and it's like, oh, only something you can do in VR and it feels so good and it's so cool. So, yeah. Let just, me ask like, you. Um... With your intentions for this, uh, and I hate, I, I don't mean to keep going to Sea of Thieves, but it's probably been 
probably one of the best pirate games we've seen. Mm -hmm. Um to 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 control the ship, is it your intention to like have to use teamwork kind of like Sea of Thieves makes you? Or are you trying to are you going for an approach where like you can just kind of do it one person type of thing? Yeah, so the way so we are building single player first with multiplayer in mind. And so okay. the way that we're planning on doing this right now is we're going to make it so that if you play a single player, there will be AI that will take on the roles that like if you were playing with a full crew, they would do. Right. Nice. So like if you're if you're steering the ship, you know, maybe there'll be an AI that goes over and mans the cannons for you or an AI that puts up and down the sails or at least adjusts it. So it's always in the wind. So nice. we're trying to make it so that like, I mean, our long term goal is to make it multiplayer. Right. So we're building single player with multiplayer in mind. And we're it, it's like you said, like we're trying to make it so you can do it in single player, but you'll definitely see the need for multiplayer. That's oh, awesome. a little pulling the ropes and riggings and all that stuff is all very hands and manual. There's not menus or buttons unless you really need them. Exactly. Like one of, one of my philosophies with VR is like it should be immersive. It's VR, right? right. And so <laughs> I've tried very hard with what I've already done and with what we're going to do to like take advantage of the things in VR. Like, yeah, I could make a button that you just press it and boop the ship stops but it's so right. much more fun to reel yep. in the anchor and chuck the anchor over the edge yeah. when you want to stop <laughs> and like for the crow's nest like i just barely implemented a zip line where like you grab awesome. it and it like shoots you up to the crow's nest you know and it's like yeah i could just make it a teleport spot where you point and jump up there but instead i'm gonna zip line you up to the top and it's gonna be so much cooler and you're gonna be like this could only happen in vr yeah yeah and it was that you on Twitter that took that survey of that zip cord and people yeah. are saying no way in hell. And I'm like, hell yeah, that makes me feel like I'm an <laughs> Assassin's Creed. So I'm, yeah, I'm glad you're yeah. sticking with it. <laughs> I actually, so this is a perfect example of like how I use my community and like, I'll build something like this and I'll be like, okay, what do you guys think? Like, is this better than a ladder? Like, is this like not as good as a ladder? And honestly, like it came back 50, 50. Some people are like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. And other people are like, I'm going to be so sick if you do that. And like, <laughs> that was hard because I was like, okay, like, what do I do to appease both people? And then someone from my community was like, bro, like, just make that a part of ship customization. I was like, that's genius. So like <laughs> yeah. in ship customization, I'm going to make it so that someone can say, Hey, I want a zip line right here. Or they can say, yeah, I want to climb up a ladder to get to the crow's nest. And that's just another way that, like, people can make this pirate life whatever they want their pirate life to be, you know? So. So when you say ship customization, how deep are we going with that? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I haven't really talked to many people about this, but th this is my idea. So um, the way I want to do it is I want to make it so that somewhere on the docks, there's a little table where you'd see a model like about this size. It would be like about this size and you'd be able to like pull stuff off and put stuff on. So like, let's say I wanted to have faster sales. You'd be able to pull this out and like put on a faster sale. And then you'd look at your real ship and your real ship would have those sales that you just put on like stuff like that. That's awesome. And then like <laughs> it, one of the crazy things about uh about like Oculus Quest in VR is you really have to push it to its limits. <laughs> and you just kind of keep saying like how much more can we put in the game? So like I mean if I could like I would love to make it so that you could take a paintbrush and you know make all the riggings a different color and make the hull a different color and the sails and you know paint your ship to be however you want it. And then, like, if we could really, really push it, I'd love to make it so that you could paint your own custom flag, and then, you know, that flag will show up up here, you know? Be like, cool. But, like, this is just, like, stuff that we can try out, and if, like, doesn't kill the framework, cool. It's part of the game now, <laughs> but, well, it's all just a work in progress and kind of a to-be-determined based off of whether or not it works. That's awesome. We kind of had... The same conversation when we had Tommy Palm from Resolution Games on talking about Dino. Yeah. I said, if if you could just have a part of the game, you sit there and paint miniatures and just hang out with your friends and do that. That'd be really cool. The same thing with the boats. You can kind of sit at that table and chat and kind of design stuff. And that'd be really neat. 
Yeah, yeah like if you have a party of four and you're waiting for the other three to show up and you don't want to start. Sometimes it takes people, you know, they got babies and three jobs. It might take them, <laughs> you know, 30 minutes to actually show up. So you could be painting and customizing your stuff if you're actually doing it with a paintbrush on like a model. Yeah, exactly. And like the other thing too is we're hoping that with customization, like it, it could kind of like play into the stats of the ship, right? So like if you decide to put four cannons down, like your ship's going to be a little bit slower because it's heavier, right? But if you decide nice. to do two cannons and do, you know, more expensive sails, like your ship's going to be faster, but at the expense of not being able to defend yourself as well. Stuff like yeah. that is going to be, you know, kind of the immersive element and the strategic element of the game that makes people, you know, play it over and over again for the sake of yeah. winning, yeah. you know? And I, I don't know how many, you probably don't know how many players you could have at once per thing, but that really would play to the strength of like your size of the, of the crew you have. Like you only have two friends. You could really build that ship to work for you and you'd have advantages over other ships type of thing. That's yeah. really neat. We, we talked to a, um, a multiplayer guy this last week. I was kind of messaging him about exactly that. Like how many people could we put in there? And he was saying for the scope of game that we have and we're wanting to build, we could probably get eight people into a server at a time. And so whether that's, you know, two crews of four people, one crew of two people, and another crew of six people, or just a giant crew of eight people. Like, that's kind of what we're looking at, hopefully somewhere around there, which I feel like is a pretty, pretty awesome size. Yeah. And yeah, it's exactly like you said, like, depending on how big your crew is, like, the sky's yeah, the limit. Four, four crews of two people and everyone's speeding around. <laughs> exactly. kind of fun to see little, little lively ports and stuff. Mm-hmm. Our, um... So yeah, I know you said you're starting single player with multiplayer in mind. Um, are you kind of looking to build like a PVE world or are you trying to have like, like you could have different crews of people sailing around? Like what's your goal with that? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm trying to definitely do, you know, an open world experience where like you can choose whether you want to go on a treasure hunt or one of the, one of the mechanics I really want to implement is like a bounty system where like, you know, you'll get a black spot and suddenly there's a reward out for you getting sunk, you know? And <laughs> <Nice>. so, <laughs> I, like, I don't... One of the things I really want to focus on is I, I don't want to force anyone into a certain pirate life, you know? I want people to live out their pirate life how they want to, and whether that's PvE, where you go and fight skeletons and find treasure, or PvP, where you go and sink at someone for their bounty... <laughs> or, you know, just exploring, just sailing around the pretty world. Like, I, I don't want to force people into stuff. I want them to just have this almost sandbox where people can do what they want, you know? What's the That's combat awesome going to be like? Is it going to be just straight chopping swords and shooting a pistol? Yeah, I'm very simplistic. Going to be, you know, hand-to-hand -hand combat. And then there's a pistol in the game right now that gives you a pretty good idea of how weapons will be. You know, simplified manual reload of like what a real flintlock pistol would be like, and then obviously ship to ship battle where you're able to shoot cannons, pull up alongside them, jump over and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, like going back to of course Sea of Thieves, that game's really pretty to look at, but it gets really annoying because the combat is just so weird for me. Like one day we'll be going through. I've got you know five minute Xbox clips of just one of us single-handedly tearing apart a crew and like forcing their ship into the rocks and then shooting yourself back onto your own ship from the cannon. And then the next day you just can't hit anything with a gun or a sword. It's just like, does it break? <laughs> does it lag? What is going on here? So like all the way they do it, it's like so clunky. You aim right down the sights. It's just an instant snap, but it's just so awfully done. And you, yeah, I, that's, I'm talking to you rare. <laughs> talking to you rare. It's just <laughs> clunky. Like it, you can't make it work. So First thing in my mind when we, we I played the alpha of it way back and it's like almost the same game still to this day. You just like uh, the first thing I thought was like I need to do this in some sort of VR or it's never going to be good because like exactly there's no auto aim or anything like that which I don't like auto aim but it's just like just rigid dead snap to your eyeball I'm like this needs VR yeah so I'm kind of kind of stoked to see this just take over I hope it does yeah. We hope so too. <laughs> it's like, hey, Madman, do you have any questions or comments? Do you want to get in on the action here? I've if got not, a couple that's questions, cool. Actually, first one, which has been on my mind since we got over to the ship here, 
Are you able to jump off of your ship into the yeah. water? You are. How do you nice. get out of the water? Nice. Okay, so right now the way it works in the game is if you fall off the ship and you get a certain distance away, a little raft will just kind of spawn and it'll pop up and then you swim over to the raft and then that will teleport you like back onto like the main part of your ship. Okay, so nice. one of the uh, things that's coming to my mind, um, what if your friends were able to throw a uh, lifesaver out to you while you're in the water to pull you back on? <laughs> that would be awesome, dude. That's a great it idea. Would, it could be very <laughs> tactical because you could throw the the floaty and then there'd be like a rope attached to it and you can literally pull your friends in if you wanted to. That would be a lot of fun. Well, and it, would be, it would be interesting in multiplayer because your friends are going to get so mad at you when they're like, dude, now I have to pull back around. Why'd you fall off? You know, yeah. <laughs> stuff like yeah. that is going to be like, but yeah. that'll just make for good like banter on a crew. Because you're going to have that uh, one asshole walking like the way up that, <laughs> the front, whatever I, I masked thing. Yeah, they're going to mm -hmm. walk up that and be like, if you implement some sort of drinking in the game where they wobble, not that you wouldn't be because you barf. To Madman's point, they're going to fall off. So yeah, if you could just throw them a rope. And if the rope just sort of sat there, even if the ship's still going, like the rope is still kind of the end of it, still where you threw it, that would be fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. Thank you for that. I might try that out this next week. Awesome. Tie rope Another to people question. and then throw them off. Like if they're pissing you <laughs> off. Like that. Well, you got that one friend who's doing it. Just tie a rope and say, if you fall off, it's your own fault. He's just getting keel hauled and shit. Having the ability to make someone walk the plank would be awesome. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Looking down off that into a shark-infested water, I'd have nightmares, <laughs> oh, there, There's going to be stuff hidden in the waters that you're not going to like, so... I love that. I'm a very... I love underwater crap, so I'm glad to hear that. <clears throat> Hopefully there's, like, treasure <laughs> hidden here and there. <laughs> Do it for me. Yep. And for the listeners Another... who aren't watching... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Matt. Another question I had was uh, how simplified or in-depth is the rigging systems going to be? Is it just going to be like two ropes just like in uh, Sea of Thieves where it's just one that controls direction, one that controls how rolled it up or how rolled up it is? Or is it going to be more in-depth than that? Yeah, I'm, I definitely want to go for a more simplified approach. I, I call it practically reality. It's, you know, mm -hmm. taking things that are pretty complicated because like rigging on a real pirate ship is freaking complicated you know <laughs> like that's, there's a reason you have to have like 120 persons per ship to be able to like sail the seas it's not easy but yeah like having a simplified rigging system makes it so that like yeah you what still have fuck? to do stuff and it's still fun but you know like <laughs> it'll still be enough to make you feel immersed nice that's good to hear what I was thinking for the listeners who aren't looking at a video of this, just the audio podcast, we're looking at just a little, you know, white gray skinned, you know, untextured model, but it's like the classic fat little pirate ship, like the boat, like the keel, like the pot belly boat, but like the back end where like the captain's cabin is all the, all the little windows and, and doors and stuff. And the little plank back there brings me back to, um, I think I have one of the pirates of Caribbean Lego pirate ships on my desk back there and I always when I was a kid I always wanted the real old Lego pirate ones but just like <laughs> being able to customize anything to do with that down there and be able to like move stuff around not that you could are planning to or could do anything like that my brain's just like I want to get in there and investigate all those nooks and crannies and <laughs> yeah and like hide treasure the, in there and stuff yeah it's it's gonna be interesting to see like how much the quest can handle right because like if it, if I could have it my way, I would love it for you when you jump into the game to spawn like in this room in your like captain's quarters, you know, mm -hmm. you spawn in there. And then like maybe if you found some treasure that was really cool, like it'll be up on your shelf as kind of like a hey, like you did this type thing, you know, and you'll be able to, you know, walk out here onto your cool ship that's saved the way that you customized it and whatnot. But again, like the quest is so limited, like we just keep putting stuff in <laughs> and kind of seeing like. Well, look at what can it handle, you know? It's the same way my brain goes at stuff. I like I'd have to make things like that so modular, like where that's really awesome, we'll put it in there. And then when we have to put in, you know, the throw in a rope to your buddies, it's like, well that takes away too much stuff. We're gonna have to go back and uncheck that box and that module's gone for now because of the quest is such a weak tit sometimes. Yep. <laughs> that's yeah, sky's the limit with this stuff. It really is. And 
it goes to show like people are so starving for like especially pirate content, not just the drought for like just VR stuff, just pirate content. That like Sea of Thieves and then like you said, Black Flag. Since Black Flag, the only pirate game I've ever liked was the old uh, Pirates Gold on Sega, like Genesis. Hmm. And then Black Flag and then Sea of Thieves. And for Sea of Thieves fans, they don't care that hardly anything gets put in there. They're just diehard fans playing that game all the time. Like the customization, you got to go to like the little chip box or whatever and uh, customize your ship <laughs> every time you log in. People are fine with that. And I'd be like, nope. I've done that twice. Just remember it. Damn it. <laughs> you know, they're so starved for that content. You just, it's just a wide open field. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think VR is cool because I think a lot of people are using it as, you know, their social experience, you know? Mm -hmm. And so like yeah. with customizing your boat and customizing your character, it's going to be ways for you to show off, you know, what kind of social person you are, you know, what kind of pirate are you? Like, are you wearing an eye patch? Are you wearing a hook? Like what, what, what are you, you know? <laughs> and so I think customization is a big part of a lot of the like successful VR games. They've all put in customization that allows people to, you know, express like who they are and what they, what they like. It, like, yeah. it gives you something to work towards. That's not just like, you know, end game armor from like Warcraft or something like that. Cause the more you can customize, the more you get like a, an attachment. Like PJ yeah. and I joke about, I don't know if we talked about that in a different episode, but recently going back to Sea of Thieves, when I'd created my character, like in Sea of Thieves, it gives you like a random couple of characters and you got to like kill them. To get a new randomly one, random one generated, and I'm yeah. crazy about character customization, like customizations. When a new game comes out, it's just sort of like I'll see you in two days. Like we all buy it on launch day, and I'm like I'm in the character, like making my character for like two days straight. <laughs> so it took me about eight hours to finally pick. I don't know how long I was in there to finally pick one. And I felt bad because I was killing all these random characters. <laughs> and I finally picked one. This is the guy. <laughs> you know, people for that stuff and. The pirate stuff is just so underdone. It's like, yeah, they went really weird with the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, and half the people didn't care how weird it was. It was like, yeah, I'm still gonna go see him in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so many cool things about this boat. Zed, welcome back. Any questions or Hello. anything? Um, I missed a bit, but I'm I'm glad to be back. Uh, <laughs> is this the model that's in your game? So no, this this isn't the current model. Um, this is kind of one of a like I was telling these guys. This is like a, a embodiment of what we plan. This is like what we hope to be. the The model that's in the game right now is like this big, and uh, <laughs> it has a crow's nest and one wow. sail, and that's that's about it. So what do you need. I totally didn't uh, try to do this, but I heard some boat trivia. I want to see if anyone knows this. I. I just heard this randomly today. I'm like, oh, that'll be perfect. <laughs> Do any of you guys know the difference between a ship and a boat? Uh, no. <laughs> no? I didn't either, no. so. The only difference between a ship and a boat is a ship has a boat on it. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Boat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, any side, any side boat. But, but, if, but if any boat even one as big as this one doesn't have a littler boat does that make it that's a boat a, that's a it's boat technically a boat so we're looking at a boat here <laughs> my god what about those giant <laughs> container ships that have other mini like actual container ships on the ships that's a ship how many <laughs> boats <laughs> it's like a so, grand ship <laughs> yeah what, what what's it called when you have a ship on a ship a shipping ship of ships Shipping ships. <laughs> ship shipping ships. Love it. Uh, I did also want to ask about uh, your experience with side quest. Um, just from what I caught before, you uh, you had hardly even a prototype, and you put it on a store for people to access. <laughs> that sounds insane, but like it worked out really well. Yeah, so SideQuest has been incredible. Um, like, the, the the difference, I think, between SideQuest and places like itch.io and Steam and some of these other places where a lot of people go for indie content is I think SideQuest, people expect stuff that's in the works 
and like maybe just kind of a prototype or an idea. And because of like the way the VR community is, like the VR community is incredible. Like mm-hmm. I like like I was telling these guys he, earlier, I put not even a prototype. It was like a glorified billboard that I put up with an idea <laughs> of what could possibly go, you know? And almost 500 people downloaded it and asked me, begged me to start a Discord server to start building a community. And like <laughs> that kind of community wow. is what is making like the you know the next big vr games so much fun because like that's that's what they get to start out with is people who just so badly want to see new games succeed so side quest has been amazing the founder shane he has done such an incredible job he's like reached out to devs like me personally and like given us tips given us resources like that the whole organization they have going right now with like side quest and everything is just it blows me away. Like, it's just the community is awesome. The support is awesome. The The ideas and the games that are coming out of it are awesome. Like, it's yeah. truly a cool internet experience that you don't find in many places. And that's just as a from a dev perspective, not that I'm a dev, but I, I'm imagining that just makes it easier to continue work when, you know, if you didn't have that, you'd be in a room by yourself, and it's like, mm-hmm. I don't even know if someone's going to care about this or give a shit. Like, you're just you know, <laughs> kind of doing it because you want to, but with the yeah. Discord and SideQuest community, you, you get feedback, and you gets you. I'm sure it gets you excited and helps you continue. Yeah, or otherwise I mean, you like, might not. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> like, had I put that game out there and, like, two people had said, bro, this is the worst thing ever, like, I, I probably would have <laughs> dropped it and moved on to something else. But instead, yeah. like, I got people who were just like, a pirate game, let's go, come on, let's get this. <laughs> and, you know, it's 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 just, it's been a year now, and we're our Discord is almost up to 600 people, and wow. the game just wow. passed 35,000 downloads. Like, Jesus. it's it's crazy. Nice. <laughs> so with, with the development and everything, I don't you I'm sure you don't have a set number date or anything but like are you planning on like a full release or kind of doing like a like a early access for a year type thing like do you have a plan for that at all Um yeah so right now um kind of with the funding I've got and the the team that I'm starting to put together like I'm try, I'm trying to put the funding towards like a 6 month timeline to have something that could be put on the store, if that makes sense. We're yep. trying we're trying to make it so that early early 2022, we have something that we could either A, put on the store and start making some money that way, or B, use it as this amazing prototype to go out to, you know, publishers and, you know, other investors and just say like, hey, we have an amazing community, we have an amazing game, we need a little more money to make it even bigger, you know? So six months time, we're going to have something that's going to be, if not the final product, very, very close and very much (laughs) something that hopefully everyone is on board with. So that's, that's the goal, obviously. I mean, like today I had like five different things happen. The power went out where I was working and my (laughs) Oculus Quest decided that it didn't want to charge anymore. And the bank called with all the problems that banks can come up with. (laughs) Like, you know, ish happens and you just got to roll with the punches. And so if it doesn't happen in six months, that's fine. But that's kind of our goal. (laughs) Six to eight months. Nice. Good to have an aggressive schedule and good to have the flexibility to say, oops, the power went out. So it's <laughs> good. Yep. Very good. I can't, I can't freaking wait. I don't even know this game was out. I'm going to have to go try the, <laughs> try the demo or whatever you got. Like, no, that, that's why I appreciate you guys like reaching out and being willing to invite me on the podcast. Cause there's a lot of games like my game that, you know, they just need a little bit bigger, like a little bit of help getting like the word out about them, you know? Yeah. yeah so, like, thank you guys so much for letting me come on. Oh, anytime. Um, and we, we encourage people to come back with like final releases or up- updates of any kind. It was funny. Like, and we've said this on our podcast before, but we started the podcast. We've been, we've had another podcast for like five, six years, whatever. But we started this one and it was just in Wookie and I talking about what we've played and stuff. And, 
some just kind of notice like we like <laughs> yeah just i just started talking to devs on twitter and stuff and it's just like they're all just saying like it's so hard to get a game out and it's like well we're doing this thing if you want to come talk about it, that'd be awesome and then ever since we've had a guest every week and it's funny because in my mind i'm like how long can that really last but it is insane how many people i talk to in a day that are like oh that'd be awesome can we come talk and stuff and even for the devs like not even to promote their game like we've had many devs say you're the first people i've talked to in like six months so <laughs> it's like come up for air <laughs> yeah so crawl out of I, we just like to hear like the backstories and what you guys do and how you do it and go with why you do it is always impressive and yeah i don't know it's it's nuts i think it's it inspiring to everybody just to hear people yeah. like you know you started with an idea you and your brother talked about it and you just started making it happen there's a lot of people that you know they they have an idea they know people start with ideas but how do you get from a to z so hearing a little bit of blood sweat and tears and how you put the rubber to the road <laughs> is fantastic for people because there's got to be hundreds of people out there thousands millions that are just like how do i how do i break out of a you know not just break out of a nine to fiver but break out of that mentality of i work and i sleep and i work and i sleep yeah don't absolutely <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is and i my like just looking at this model is like I want this game tomorrow like i want to play it i know how <laughs> selfish and how much of an asshole that makes me in your eyes but you know it also helps people hear the real story that that are you know online where it's like well you made this game and this sucks about it or this and that and it's like if you guys have a chance to like explain it and like what you really go through people might get an idea and be like okay yeah. take your time do what you gotta do because <laughs> i hate no, seeing it... that because yeah, i know how hard it is but... no it's funny because i'm actually I don't know if this is just like how I am, but like I've had a lot of like haters turn into like very loyal followers. <laughs> like, uh, I, like I think it was like a week or so. It might have been the same tweet that you replied to where I kind of put out, I put it out there and like a bunch of people replied. And one person got on there and was just like, bro, this is the worst. Like, this isn't Sea of Thieves. This is Sea of Crap. And I like oh, I messaged him geez. back. I messaged him back, and I was like, "Dude, this is amazing feedback. I would love to have you on my Discord server as a beta tester." And like <laughs> he DM'd me, and he was like, "Hey, dude, I've got a lot of feedback for your game." I was like, "Great, bring it on, dude. I need all the feedback I can get. Like it's in pre-alpha." And you know, he yeah. downloaded the game and gave me just brutal feedback. But like, I was so happy about it because I need that. Like, I need yeah. some people to come in and just be brutal with the game. To tell me like this is bad this is off this is wrong and as much as great as like the lovers are of the game and stuff like sometimes you need some haters to come in and just say this is bad this is bad and if you tell them like hey thank you for that feedback let me try to address it like i that guy's in my discord server every day talking to people now you know and so like i i think devs also like it's hard because like it's a personal piece of work you know like yeah this yeah. is my game and someone calling it crap but, yeah it hurts but if yeah. you can see past like the personal assault and see the like <laughs> the genuine feedback they're, that they're trying to get at because it like bugged them in some way like it, it really does help yeah because yeah. if you don't get feedback and all you get is like oh i love it it's great it's like okay what do I, what's next what do i do <laughs> like yeah exactly. what doesn't work so and I'm so, sure a lot of people I, just don't understand how complicated, like you could sit there working on one chunk of code, for like six months, like you can't think about, oh, it doesn't <laughs> feel right when I walk, like my, the, the foot, the, the walk cycle doesn't really look like the foot is connected to the ground, and millions of little stuff like that, you don't think about that, you're like, the, the fucking flag's not attached to the mast, <laughs> what the hell's going on, you know, just little shit like that, and Unity and all other game engines are just like, you could have a scale yeah. problem load my boat in and i can't find it well it's the size of a rock on the beach you know like, oh, shit. <laughs> thousand times yeah, exactly into that and people are like what the fuck your shoulders are stiff i'm like fuck <laughs> <laughs> I have, we have a buddy that works in uh, i think he was for bioware now in england and i showed him a demo reel ages ago and he's like your your shoulders are stiff and i'm sitting there like working my fingers at the bone at like a job and doing animation side and i'm like Ew. like yeah your shoulders are so stiff. I can go fuck myself all day long. Your shoulders are so stiff. I'm like, shut up! I didn't ask you. <laughs> they don't. Know. 
he does. It's like, I'm glad you were able to, you know, make friends with that guy, but some people just need to learn to, you know, yeah. one man show. This is awesome. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's really great to like have good feedback and stuff, but. <laughs> Your number one fan is awake. Yeah, I got my daughter in here. <laughs> nice. Hey, sweetheart. <laughs> She's wondering what the heck I'm doing. <laughs> Daddy's Where'd talking to himself again. <laughs> Put a sticker of your own face on the front of your mask. Hey, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what a nightmare. <laughs> when you're able, we've talked about this ship. Let's go talk about the treasure chest over here. Yeah, Let me sounds good. Move my guy. Well, Come right. on, twin Wookie. <laughs> Let me get my eyes on this. We need like a baseball bat in here to hit it. <laughs> Whenever you're standing next Move to the, the second ago, it just, just looks like a mini U. Yeah. <laughs> you need like the uh, shuffleboard thing or whatever, like just reposition yeah. them with a stick. Oh man, this, this is so much extra. bigger. <laughs> so they won't Whoa. be this big in the game? <laughs> Well, I was actually just, I was just thinking about it because, like, typically it's, like, about the size of, like, uh, like a suitcase in the game, you know? And so, but, like... I want nothing the... more to do than Scrooge McDuck this thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, fill your pockets. Exactly. Let's do some backstrokes. <laughs> so, like, right now, the way the... So, like, yeah, right now the, the um, treasure chest is about the size of a suitcase... And you have to go find the key to it. And then once you get the key, like, you you know, you got to stick it in your inventory or, you know, stick it in one of the, like, kind of side holsters you have. And then when you get to it, you know, you stick it in. And this is, like, one of the things, this is another thing that I'm so proud of because it's one of those cool VR-only experiences. But I made it so that, you know, you take the key and you stick it in and then turn it. And then when you click it, like there's a little feedback and a click when you turn it, awesome. you know, the thing, the thing just kind of like swings open and you look inside and there's your treasure, you know? And so like, just, just another incredible thing about like making this game in VR that I couldn't do anywhere else was just like creating that feedback of like, you put in the key and you turned it and click, there's your treasure, you know? <laughs> Should, so, it, not that you have to do this, but instead of it opening by itself, what if you have to like lift it open and then the, you know? You're like making it open, like oh god, that's cool. Yeah, no, like uh, I actually originally that's how I had it, but you would not believe how difficult it is to make a door swing open manually in VR. Like oh, <laughs> the doors in VR are kind of difficult, even though it seems like it should be so simple. Like the like that whole hinge movement and like bringing it up and it's kind of a nightmare. It's but gotta be stuck to your someday. hand. Yeah, like argh. yeah. So I went with the animation thing because it's kind of like a it's like a visual and a, mm. I don't know. There's there's something about it. Like when I, when I finally got to work, I was just like, oh, this is it. <laughs> you know? That's awesome. So yeah, so you, you open the chest and then inside is treasure and then you can take that treasure back to like the main island and you can sell it and those that like what you sell it for gets saved to like your coin count and then right now the only thing you can spend coins on is you can buy a pistol with it and so like if you want to go buy a pistol you like take the picture of it off the wall and you place it on a table and then you can grab your coin pouch and like put it on the table and then poof there's a little pistol for you to grab. And then nice. after that, every time you jump in the game, the pistol just like appears on the wall for you to use. And yeah, so like that's kind of that's kind of be that's going to be like the game loop, you know, go find treasure, you know, sell it at the main island, use that money to buy guns, cosmetics, ship upgrades, all that kind of stuff. Neat. Just looking. <laughs> <laughs> so do you plan on with um? We're almost at time here. Like we can talk all forever. I never want to hold. We we tend to hold people up sometimes. So if, just tell us to shut up. Um, just curious, <laughs> like in the game, like do you have quest type things planned or like treasure maps or what do you got going on? Yeah. So um, the the hope is that we're going to be able to make it so that um, 
like there'll be treasure hunts that will spawn at the main island. You'll be able to like pick up a map and it'll tell you, okay, the key is here and the chest, the chest is here. And so you'll sail to that island. And as you're sailing to that island, we're planning to make AI like race you to it, basically. So there's going to be like an enemy pirate team that will basically race you to the key. Or maybe they'll be chilling at the treasure island, circling it so that when you come up, like you'll have to fight them. Or maybe they'll be like at the treasure chest waiting to have some hand on hand combat with you, you know, and then. Or maybe they'll be waiting for you on your way back. So after you get the key and the treasure, maybe you'll have to fight past a ship to get to the mainland to sell it and stuff like that. So that's kind of the basic quest system that we're hoping to have. Um, like I said before, we're also hoping to do stuff like bounties where you can um, you can do like go hunt down a ship and get paid if you, you know, you bring back their flag or something like that. It's like something cool like that. Um, or... And uh, we do plan on doing kind of a bigger, more of an Easter egg type uh, treasure hunt, something that will require like multiple steps and lots of exploration and kind of, you know, stuff like that to spawn more of a Easter egg type type deal. So nice. <clears throat> so with the world, um, is it going to be handcrafted, generated? Yeah, so uh, we're this is another one of those like to be determined things, but we're planning <laughs> on there at least being um a bunch of like set islands that will always be the same so that like we could do kind of more like uh like more riddle type things. Like I think that would be fun to like make um the treasure hunt a little bit more of a riddle and like only by playing the game and being familiar with the environment will you be able to solve it. Um, but I, I love the idea of procedurally generated islands and stuff, maybe like out beyond the map where you can just like go. And every time you go out there, like to the uncharted waters, it'll be a different experience. Um, but again, like we don't know if the quest can handle that. We don't know <laughs> if, you know, the game can handle that. So it, it's another one of those like to be determined things. So, but right nice. now we're leaning more towards the fixed islands and maybe some maybe some procedurally generated stuff out beyond the edges of the map. Mm. Awesome. That sounds like a good mix. Yeah. Uh. Madman, Zed, you got any questions on any of that? <laughs> Strip the beard. <laughs> um, I see, I really wanted to love Sea of Thieves. Yes. And I don't know what what quality about it really turned me off, but I don't know. Like, I just... So so I hear you talk about this, and VR is a big plus, but, like, I don't know what... Like, I wish I had the words to make... To, to explain why I didn't like Sea of Thieves so that I could <laughs> tell you, and then you could make this game better, and then I would like this for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you figure it out, do tell me, because I'd love to know. <laughs> I mean, I have there's a, a lot to got... like about it, but with the content or lack thereof is my biggest thing. So, it's yeah, just... was my thing of... with Sea of Thieves. It was yeah. it. They, I started playing it when it originally released. I pre-ordered the game, and I played it for yeah. weeks and weeks. And it was they never released any new content, so it was all just you know these simple you know procedurally generated like riddles or um, just you know X marks the spots kind of go find the treasure things. Um, and they they have added quite a bit of content since then, but in the early days it was very much a pretty static loop of just find a, a treasure map, go grab the treasure, go sell it, find another treasure map. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't entertaining enough for a long period of time. Yeah. And the the other thing for me is they have these cool things that happen, but they happen every ten freaking minutes. Like a megalodon <laughs> pops up and is chasing you, or the whatchamacallit that's what cracking every 10 minutes Kraken, grabs your yeah. ship it's like that would be awesome once a week <laughs> but <laughs> i have a half it... hour to play i got this chest leave me alone <laughs> you, you got to make those kind of things like it's got to be a story that's what it always has yep. been and something like a legend like that it shouldn't happen often it should be something that oh i i encountered the kraken it was really cool but really scary yeah. Uh, if, you know that happens to everybody every time they play it's not yeah. so entertaining yeah yep. absolutely 
Um, yeah, we like we we've definitely have we have a plan for like a mega beast, and we're we're gonna like we're hoping that's like one of the end of the Easter egg things. You know, like you <laughs> you do the end of the Easter egg, and the final boss per se is you know one of those mega baddies. You know, but. Like yeah, it's it's interesting because uh, we hired a, a game designer, and we've been talking about like you know, like what makes this different than Sea of Thieves? What can we you know take from them? What can we take from Assassin's Creed Black Flag? And you know what can we do that's totally novel that no one's ever done before? And one of the things that I really want to play on, and we've been kind of throwing the idea around, and is like the idea of maybe doing some kind of like creed system or like clans where like. If you if you get treasure, like it goes towards your clan and maybe all the clans are competing and you can see the stats of all the clans and you can have a little <laughs> bit of rivalry between clans and stuff like that. And, you know, stuff like that will make it, you know, a little bit more competitive than Sea of Thieves was in more of a community builder. So we're, we're, we're looking through stuff like this. We're trying to figure it out. <laughs> well, when I when we released the the audio version of this <clears throat> definitely put in links to like your discord and all that stuff. So Absolutely. anyone listening to this, definitely check that out and get on the, get on the discord. Um, before it's a bumping we community. Up, <laughs> <laughs> before we wrap up, is there anything we didn't talk about that you'd like to share about the game or your story or anything like um, that? No, nah, we pretty much covered everything, but I mean, I'd love <laughs> to, I want to say, like, anyone who's got an idea out there, if a kid working three jobs with a kid and a wife can do it in college, like, you can too. Just try it out and see what happens. Like, this, the VR community is very forgiving and so willing to support good ideas. So, like, if you if you have an idea out there, just, like, do it. Like, I bet you it'll be better than you think. Nice. Yep. Oh, and with that, he fell floor. through the floor. <laughs> <laughs> that, Don't bark. Off switch. You just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there. Oh, there. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm by myself. I'm sitting by myself outside. I'm just sitting by myself outside. Okay. Wait for my turn. dropped to the floor. Yes. Looking at the sign, PJ spelled my name wrong. Come on. Uh. Well, they're all coming back. Oh, what's up? They say bye, but then it just dropped me through the floor. <laughs> yeah, everybody dropped. Except me, which means my turn's probably coming. Probably. <laughs> well, that was an experience <laughs> they kept getting faster did you hold on to your cookies or did those come up oh trust me I've been you guys haven't experienced a freaking pirate ship going helicopter status in VR like I can <laughs> oh man Look at the sea legs nice. I've got more than sea legs Mike hmm <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, again, anytime you want to come back, share updates or anything, like we'd love to have you. You seem like a great guy doing a good thing, and um, whatever we can do to help, we would love to help. So, <laughs> yeah. No, thank you guys so much for letting me come on. This has been a blast. Uh, yeah. This this is an awesome podcast. You guys are doing good stuff. Thank you. I no, appreciate it. But thanks, Zed and uh, Madman Silver over here for joining the audience. Um, yeah. Stick around again. I get you some game codes for some fun stuff. Um, anyone listening, this has been episode 71 with Sale and G119. Is it? I want to say G119 Productions. What do you call it? <laughs> I do. I do. I've, I've done both. I usually say G119. Okay. But I'm lazy, whatever. I guess. That's fine. <laughs> G119. <laughs> That's just bad. That's just bad. <laughs> I don't know which one of you said that, Wookie, but stop it. That asshole of a copy. <laughs> All right, guys, well, I got to head out. Everyone Thank you for, so much. Yeah, thanks, everyone, for listening hanging out, and catch us later. Um, but for this episode, I am PJ. Wookie. And this is our VR Verdict. All right. 
That was good. So is the verdict like good? Was it a good verdict today? <laughs> I think so. We haven't had a bad verdict since we started having guests. So I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> okay.